Monday. I am. Just got back home to New York City. It's a lot of fun. My wife decided she just needs to come to the room, but uh, apparently not. Today, we're going to be viewing some poker hands. I um, did well at poker. Hi, what's up? What can I do for you, please? What is it? Go get, go get it. Um, so yeah, I just won a poker tournament. Two poker tournaments, actually. I won player of the series and the Poker Go Cup. I have a giant cup that was too big to bring home. Here's one of them I won in the $10,000 tournament. And we have another one from the 25K. It was good. My brain is broken. I'm sorry. I'm frazzled. I have a lot going on this morning. Look at all of these papers I have to deal with filing. All this random tax stuff. Just staring me right in the face. Okay. What we're going to do today is we're going to go through some hands from the $10,000 buy-in tournament that I won and the $25,000 buy-in tournament that I won. We're not going to go through every hand. This is only roughly an hour-long show. We might go a little bit over today. Um... No, we're just gonna hang out for a little bit. Let me try to get my brain situated. You know what happened? On like the very first hand of this $10,000 buying tournament final table, I got there and I didn't sleep well the day before, probably because I was excited. I was having too much fun. And I'd been drinking a lot of green juices in the morning. Before I'd go play to poker, I would have three or four green juices from Pressed Juice at Aria. And inevitably, I'd have to pee about an hour into the day. And that's not good when you're at a final table because you can't just get up and run and go pee. It's very costly. So I had no juice before this final table and no coffee. And I arrived and my brain was not working. I cannot figure out how many chips I had to save my life. We had 5Ks and 25Ks. And I don't know what the deal was. I couldn't count. I was out of it. I was frazzled. Perhaps I need to wake up a little bit earlier because I roll out of bed at I don't know, 11.30 to play the noon tournament. And maybe I need to be waking up more like 11.10, maybe 10.10. I don't know. I don't know. I've been making a point to try to have a lot of fun in Vegas, hanging out with friends, meeting people, having a great time. And maybe there's something to enjoying life and playing well. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, this morning I woke up at 6 a.m. and dealt with children and my brain is frazzled, so I apologize. All right, is everyone here? Let's get to it. I do not know which hands I was sent to review. I may or may not remember these hands. Whenever I play a hand and I'm done with it, it leaves my brain immediately. So let's keep that in mind. I probably have no clue what's happening here. Um, I guess I'll show you a trophy. Here's the trophy. One of the trophies. I took only a little carry-on luggage this trip, and I could only fit one of these into it. Pretty cool, huh? My son Thomas picked it up. He's like, oh, this is not heavy. I'm like, yeah, it's actually not heavy. It's better that way. You can pick it up and hoist it in the air, no problem. All right, here we go. Let's go through some hands. It's obviously the law of the most large it's numbers. That's just obvious, honey. Of course it's obvious. You hear me laughing and having fun? I laugh and have fun a lot. Do you guys see that Nick Schulman uh, video about me? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Check out Nick Schulman's post about me on Twitter. You'll enjoy it. Okay, we are playing 50K, 100K. I have 2.3 million, which is 23 big blinds, second in chips. Okay, that's how you're going to read this. You can see the blinds. You can see the stacks. Here we go. <laughs> that's what they want you to think, Dan. Yeah. yeah, we know what we're doing here. <laughs> I'm going to turn up their volume a little bit. If it's too loud or whatever, let me know. You got a lot, right? Um, a lot. Yeah, I mean, 4.5. All right. 
All right, small blind jack eight suited. This is a spot where we definitely don't want to fold. I mean, look, Foxen's loose, aggressive, badly player. Um, this is a spot he should be quite aggressive, but whatever. Jack eight suited is great. Two point three. I might raise this if I was him. I was in the big blind, so he's got like two point three. Four. Oh, he played the big blind. Yeah. He checks though. So look, the times to raise are when you think your opponent's limping a lot from the small blind. If I was playing in a spot where I expected the opponent to raise their good hands, limp their marginal hands, then I would definitely raise. But I know I'm going to be protecting my range pretty well. Um, do I, I mean, look, I don't have a chart. Do I have a chart for this? Where's pokercoaching.com? Let's go to... Let's see if I have any chart anywhere near this. Where are my ICM charts? ICM, one big blind ante, five ways. I'm in the small blind, and we're looking at something like, mm, maybe this one here. Maybe this one here. Let's take a look at this one here. Again, this is not 100% accurate, but let's take a look at what my strategy should be. Come on, internet, please work, please work. All right, cutoff folds, button folds. And this is gonna show us now what we should do in the small blind. Notice in the small blind, jack eight suited, 15 big blinds deep, just wants to rip it in. Assuming there's a 10 big blind stack at the table. Again, not exactly the spot we're looking at. Maybe we're looking at more at something like this one. Those 15 big blinds, these are positions. Um, let's take a look. Jack 8 suited, just ripping it, 15 big blinds again. I wish I had a 20 big blind one in the small blind. We don't have, quite have it, that's fine. Um, look, I think 20 is too many to rip. Obviously, limping's probably reasonable because the see hands like this limping. If we do limp, though, let's say we do limp in a spot like this. Notice which hands the big stack should be raising, and it's stuff in this region. Now, 6-4 offsuit's not quite raising. Looks like slightly junkier hands are raising. But, as you see, like having concepts like this in your head is important, right? We're probably going to get bogged down on these hands, aren't we? Whatever, he checks fine. It's important to realize, like, this is just not an auto check. That's all I'm trying to say in, this, in spots like this, especially when I'm clearly... In the middle right here and they and fox can apply pressure this is a pretty nice spot to be aggressive i bet if his hand was like six three offsuit he'd be more inclined to raise yeah. all right <coughs> check we can bet either one you definitely want to be very passive out of position in spots like this because there's not that many hands i want to bet 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 for value queen seven four on the flop here fox and flops a pair of fours gets ahead little though Backdoor clubs, backdoor straight draws. He bets one big blind. Has definitely cannot fold. Maneuverability here. I'm definitely not checking to fold the backdoor straight flush draw. What more do I want in life, right? King. So when I check call, what am I going to have? I'm going to have a lot of pairs and a lot of high cards, right? Cards that wrap around the queen, I think. So, you know... Not, not, it's a marginal spot. He has a clear medium strength hand. If he bets and gets called, it's certainly not great. If he bets and gets raised, it's terrible. To see the turn after calling 100k. Check, check. Now I think we have a pretty check, check. easy bluff, right? Boxing's pair of fours is best here. Well, maybe it's not that easy. Notice in this spot, he could, he could have a worse hand. And Jack High wins. Now, the problem, though, is that if I check and he has worse than jack high, he's definitely going to bet, right? So if he's definitely going to bet with worse than jack high, 
I probably just want to bluff with this. So, I don't know. It's a weird spot. Do I think you'll ever fold a pair? I'm not sure. What about ace high? He probably doesn't have ace high. What about, um, I mean, really, I'm trying to get him to fold bad pairs. Will he fold bad pairs here, like a four? I don't know. I don't know. If my hand was weaker, I would love the bluff. This, I think, maybe we can just check it down. I'm not sure. Tough spot for sure. <coughs> Again, my brain was kind of frazzled at this final table. I was was not thinking perfectly clearly. Oh, Whatever. Reaching here. We go for the bet. Half pot. Sure. Is the bet. Just like I would play a queen uh, or a seven. I wonder, Donnie, if, if Foxen is going to pick up on the potential of his four being good here. He might. I mean, that king pairing the board on the end. You know, kind of makes his hand a little bit more valuable. No, the con I don't know if you guys can hear the commentator. They're kind, kind of quiet. They said that the king on the board, uh, river is very good for Fox, and, and it is because I, I think if I had a king, I might even bet bigger. So essentially what I'm saying here is I have a queen or a seven, which is what I want to try to call it represent here, right? It's the, those are the most likely hands that I have. Uh, I don't know about this one. I kind of wish my hand was weaker because, like I said, Jack High can win sometimes. Whatever. We bet. I fast forward, he goes kind of slowly. I think he folds this. I, I'm kind of surprised he folds this. And and look, I, I have noticed people seem to think I just don't bluff. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I bluff all the time. But if they're going to be folding out pairs on this river when lots of draws missed and lots of backdoor draws missed, I mean, I, sh I just need to be bluffing like crazy, right? The commentators think you will not bet with ace high. No, I definitely will not bet with ace high on the river. That would be bad. If I'm betting with ace high, what am I? I'm trying to get called by a jack high. I mean, think about that. That's kind of silly, right? That'd be ridiculous. And like what I'm saying here is here is I'm not even sure this is a great bluff because I think I can maybe even check and win sometimes. Maybe, maybe. Promise he just won't let me check. I fast forward. Oh, no. He thought forever. Folded. Said, oh, no, as soon as I smiled. <laughs> If you're trying to get a seven or four to fold, you need to bet bigger than that. I'm not sure about that. Um, I mean, look, in terms of choosing bluff sizes and bet sizes in final table spots, I think in general, we want to be going for small bets with our thinnish value hands in general. So we don't get put in for all of our money. Maybe we just have way worse bluffs to bet tiny with way, way weaker hands to bluff tiny with. So maybe I could, I could understand maybe this is one we want to be betting bigger in general, but Essentially in this spot, I think a lot of the best players kind of think their opponents are playing generally straightforwardly. How much would I bet with a queen or a seven? Probably about half pot. Therefore, if that's most that's my most likely value hand, I probably want to go about half pot, which is exactly what I did. He folded. We won the pot. That's nice. A lot of people keep saying I stuck it to Berkey. Look, everyone. It takes two to tango, and I do not tango with Internet trolls. All right, I don't tango with haters. And I don't really care what people say or do at the end of the day. If they want to embarrass themselves and act immature, that is fine and cool with me, but I do not engage. So did I stick it to Berkey? No, not at all, because I don't really care about Berkey. I am flattered that he spends so much time thinking about me and my content. I really am. But I spend no time thinking about his. And... That's that. End of that topic. Payouts presented <laughs> by you. Poker Go Play. I say it isn't the if you're looking for some online poker Definitely wasn't no paint there. I'd encourage you to check out PokerGoPlay.com. $229,500 up top. 
in this you think event, I'm going to win the World Series? All right. Four players I'll remaining. Take it. Dan Shack, Jonathan Little, Alex Foxen, and Jesse Lonis. All right. Little here comes in. Sixes in the cutoff. I raise it up. And, you know, I don't really think I can fold here again. This is a spot I need to be pretty tight because Foxen's here on the button. Again, I'm not sure if I have a chart very clearly lined up for this. It's uh, I want to look at a spot where we have the big stack on the button. Mm, 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 mm. Maybe something like this. So let's say this player folds. Again, this is definitely not accurate, but you'll see like sixes is barely a raise in this spot if there's a 10 big blind stack and a 15 big blind stack at the table. And again, not exactly the right spot. We're going to get some more spots loaded up here for all of you on the app at some point soon. But you see sixes is like barely playable, right? And I just want to make that clear. This is not a spot that is like an autoplay. It's certainly worth noting that at the 25K final table, both myself and Justin Saliba, poker coaching boss, folded a lot of small pairs. I got dealt like fours, threes, twos, or whatever. Like small pairs a lot, and I just folded all of them, every single one of them. And so did Justin. And that's because that's good GTO poker. I think a lot of people look at a pair and think a pair is the nuts. And it's not. With a raise. Min raised to 200k with a couple Nobody of sixes. We're <laughs> releasing more Heroes Journeys episode on poker coaching. Yes, as soon as we record them. I've been busy the last week or two, for those who didn't know. On, Alex Foxen makes the call. All on so, button, uh, Queen 9 suited, seems good. Right. Let there be blood. <laughs> His blood. <laughs> you, all your blood. No. <laughs> Dan Shack with 10 4 5 has a super easy fold here. This is definitely a big error. I think a lot of people in the big blind think, all right, I'm getting pretty good odds, I should call, but you're going to be so crushed in this spot. My range is going to be really good. I mean, look, here, this is going to be roughly my range here, something like this, right? So how's 10 4 doing it? It's this really, really badly. Let's say I do raise minimum. What's the button going to call with? Mm, actually, this is, again, not, not going to be quite right because of stacks. Let's look at this one here. So this player folds. Let's say I raise roughly this. Again, you know, notice the smallest pairs fold. Button's going to have some calls here, I presume. Yeah, so you see Button's going to have some calls in this spot. Look at his calling range, right? Really, 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 really good stuff. So how's 10-4 suited do? Not well at all. Let's say he calls. Here's what small blind should do. Say so they fold. And then here's this player with 44 big blinds, a big stack. Notice if he had even a much bigger stack, what he should call with. And it's just like only good stuff, right? Even with some shoves, which is kind of crazy. Um, but anyway, what I want to show you is like 10-4 suit is nowhere near a call, right? No, 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 nowhere near a call. How much weight do you put in the time your opponent thinks on their decisions in a tournament? Not much at all. Most people take roughly the same amount of time. As the opponent is worse and worse, their timing typically matters more and more. Hands out first. Oh, I want it all. God. Jesse Lonis yeah. gets out of the way, but Dan <laughs> really bad call though. Don't do this. It's easy fold. Dan Shack comes Seven, along six, from the five. big blind with ten <laughs> four of hearts. Queen five so three two diamonds. Yeah. Connecting well Frog here with somewhere. Sorry, yeah, bro, the I'm chip leader Fox and he lost top five. pair. Yeah, yeah, Rough spot. Seven, five, four. Um, I think I need to bet small just straight for value slash protection. Yeah, the queen's gonna hit Foxen's range pretty well. Um, if we go back to this, you see the calling range is probably going to be all in this region, right? So not great. Maybe I'm supposed to just check fold this, but that seems a little bit weak. The problem is, is that 
if I bet and get called, I'm going to have a really tough time playing this at any point in this hand. I think yeah, small bet's fine. Little comes with 200k. As long as they're betting tiny, it's good. You don't want to be blasting it. Because when you blast it and get called, you're just dead. Should get a call here from Foxen. Easy call from Foxen. If he raises and gets re-raised or called, he hates it. But if he calls and stick around, that's great. Foxen does call for the turn. And Shaq folds, turns two. Deuce of hearts here. Um, No point in betting here. If he, if we bet and get called, it's just bad, right? I mean, he could have ace five, ace three, I guess. He could have ace four. He could just have a queen, right? So I'm just going to check and probably call if he bets. Small. I do know Foxen knows that I will be with a check. tricky, trappy sometimes, right? So as long as you're just doing a lot of checking in these spots, I think it's fine. My range to bet the flop should be pretty good to begin with, so it's not like you can just blast away. Foxen checks behind. Tank, 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 check. River's 10 of diamonds, just check diamonds fold. on the river. As Man. long as Alex Foxen doesn't fold this hand. I was considering a this bluff here. But I don't think we need to bluff, because he'll check it down with ace five and ace three. Little checks. He should definitely value bet, I think. As the big side, you get to value bet pretty thin. I should not raise very often at all. Tank, 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 tank. Little can steal, someone says in this chat over here. I cannot steal in the spot. He's going to gobble this right up. 450,000 is the bet from Foxen. Foxen I look like Herman Van Buren, someone says. I'm reading this YouTube chat for the first value. time. A <laughs> little bit of a look, a little bit of a smile here. from. So look, 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 look. Should we call a tiny bet? Ugh, a tiny bet's so annoying. Because obviously for value. The question is, would he ever value bet worse? Like a five. And I've played with Foxen a lot. He will definitely go for thin value. He will. He is not afraid. He'll also creatively bluff. Now, if he had a bluff like King Jack or something, he'd probably just bluff it on the turn. So I can kind of eliminate a lot of those. But I do think here he would value bet with a queen for sure. A 10 if he had it for sure. Would he value bet a five? Would he value bet a three? I do not know. I do not know. Watch at 2x speed. That require me to click 2x speed every time. We're not doing that. I'm just going to fast forward as I see fit. Also, I like watching in real time. Look, I look. I watch everything on 2x speed. So let's just make that clear. Except for exactly poker games, especially when I'm trying to see what people look like in real time. You will miss so many tells and verbal things that people do whenever you watch poker at 2x speed. So be careful with that if you're watching for study purposes. I think I actually called this one against a small bet. As he bets smaller and smaller, I think I need to be more and more inclined to call. Now, you may say, isn't he just trying to sucker you in? And maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he is. Um, but look, pot odds exist. I'm a pot odds player at the end of the day. I like math. From Jay Little. Alrighty, buddy. Clean oh, he's going to call it off. Okay. With a diamond as well, it makes the call a little bit easier. We do block some flushes. I think it's a standard call. I don't know about a standard call. It's a weird spot. We pay. I pay. I'm, I'm a payoff wizard. Queens in the small blind for Dan Shack. Queens here for Dan Shack. Oh, watch my face here. Watch, let's talk about things. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's about to happen. Dan Shack is about to min-raise roughly from the small blind. And that's going to make alarm bells massively flare up in my head to the point I cannot control my face. That's not normal. 
Don't let alarm bells go off so hard in your head that your face moves. Watch Back. my face. Ladies and gentlemen, perfect scenario for Shaq potentially here. Is he looking? <laughs> Did you see what? Ooh. Perfect scenario for Shaq potentially here. Is he looking? <laughs> Don't do that with your face. Luckily, he's not looking at me. Oh my God! I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Okay. You should basically never min raise from the small blind. It's really bad. Um, because you're giving the big blind really good odds. As a small stack, you really don't want to min raise and force the big stack to stay in the pot. That's really bad. So, which hands would he likely do that with? Well, logically, really good hands. So, I'm already in massively cautious mode. Alarm bells went off hard in my head right here. And look, sure enough, he has, he has queens, right? So, not shocking. Let's watch one more time for fun. Perfect scenario for Shaq potentially here. Ah! Alarm bells! Question is, does Little have something to play Let's see. Let's see what stacks are. He has 20. Let's go see if I can find a chart for this. What should he do? He has 20. So, uh, something like, something like, that's uh, more closer to this one, I guess. Uh, notice queen should just be raising. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, click fold. Queen should be probably raising anyway, right? Notice he should be jamming a lot in this scenario. Not a whole lot of limping, but he should just be raising his best hands. We change stacks a little bit. Um, you'll see it's just a raise. It's just a raise still, right? Oh, look, starting to limp at small blind here. Notice still just raising a lot. Interesting how there's a big difference between these two charts. I guess 17, you can jam more. It's kind of interesting to see. Cool. Final tables are hard, by the way. I did my best to study a lot before this. I had uh, Justin Sleeva make me a video for how to play a lot of the common spots before this 10K final table. I binged it over and over. It's nice to have some of the best players in the world make you personalized training videos the morning of your tournament. He didn't do that before the 25K that he was at. Hmm, hmm. Not that friendly, I guess. Anyway, alarm bells went off. Can't really hold the 10-9. So look, alarm bells went off. The guy probably has a good hand, but pot odds. Call. Here, 10 and off is not a terrible hand. We've reached the stage during which every hand could be decisive for the outcome of this tournament. Stacks running very close together. The blinds are huge. We have not reached this level yet, Donnie. 75k, 150 is usually where it all ends. Is it easy bringing home three trophies? It's not. I uh, little. left two of them in Vegas. With that gutter. So again, if alarm bells had not gone off in my head, I would just probably raise and put the money in. But like, I'm not loving it. What's that site for the ICM stuff? That's the poker coaching app. I have a website, pokercoaching.com, that teaches you how to play poker. We have all sorts of charts. Shaq comes out betting 250000 Those are there for premium members. Check it out, pokercoaching.com slash premium. If you're a little here, Donnie, a little incentive to raise. Maybe you just want to come along. I think you can just call here and kind of see how this board progresses. Top pair with straight draw that is vulnerable is really, really good. You you are happy to play for 20 big lines, typically. But again, alarm bells were going off in my head. I'm not trying to get all the money in. What was my first meal after winning? I honestly have no clue. <laughs> Probably went to sleep. I played a lot of poker this trip. I took a seventh, a ninth, a first, and a first. That's a lot of poker. And I made it to like late in the day multiple times. Oh, and I bubbled once. Oh my God, I punted so hard on the bubble. 
Oh, that's something I never do, but I've been working on trying to like get more chips. I was on the bubble. Byron Caverman, good, strong, big stack raised from the low jack. I called five, four suited in the big blind. It came jack, seven, three, one of my suit. I check, keep that small. I check, raise, small. He called. Not great. Turn was another seven. Ugh, seven's pretty bad. I decided, let's do it. I bet. Again, medium. He called. River was a king. I ripped it in his face. Minus one big blind. If he folded, I think I would have been the chip leader at my table. It would have been close. Would have at least given me a good shot to bully the bubble. He called with ace jack, and I was down to one big blind. So I actually bubbled one, too. So we had a lot of very, very long days. A lot of long days, but that's okay. Anyway, what I eat after after I want, I have no idea. Cautious mode. Hello. There wow. it is. Should we ever lead? I think leading here might actually be viable, but if you consider Shaq's small blind raising range, I mean, who knows what he actually has, but it's going to be a lot of overpairs. Maybe they pay, maybe they don't. Stuff to say. Jonathan Little drills it on the turn, makes a straight. Dan Shaq in a world of trouble here. I think think Shaq, you know, ultimately might not go broke here. I mean, that that's a scary Easy board out there. Four to a straight, right? So a lot of possibilities for Little to have Shaq beat. You know, he can have plenty of five. A lot Wait of a minute, I forgot I'm in position. He checks. Should I bet? Okay, should I bet the turn? My brain's broken. I'm reading all these chats. I have a chat over here, a chat over here. Did I watch the next Shulman video? Of course, it was amazing. Um... I decided to check it back on the turn. Why? Because I thought if he had ace-king, ace-queen, I'd need him to catch up, right? If he has um, an overpair, will he really uh, call turn and river? Probably not. Will he ever bluff the river if he has like ace-x suited? I mean, he might, right? So I think checking it back here is nice. I think it's the only real way to get a lot of value from his hands that don't have a pair at the moment. For little to have... Shaq beat, you know, he can have plenty of fives, he can have plenty of tens. Oh my god, are you joking? <laughs> Again, always consider what am I trying to get value from, right? And like right here, it's just hard to get value from anything unless he has a set. Dan Shaq drills a queen on the river to make trips. Of course. He should definitely check here. Or bet tiny. First four to a straight out there now, also a third heart, so you know, not a hundred percent comfortable. And he bets this medium amount, but which just goes to showdown. I guess 500 isn't too small. Ugh. So look, the question is, should I jam? And I don't think so. It's a tough one because like, you got to realize he could have some flushes here, right? Remember, I, I thought his preflop range was very strong. What does that look like? That looks like good hands, some ASEC suited, stuff like that. And notice the ace-x suited, some of them just made a flush. Obviously, if he has a straight he, with a 10, he's not going to chop. I'm mean, sorry, he's not going to fold. He probably doesn't have a 5 very often at all. So if he has a 10, he's always going to call. If he has a flush, he's always going to call. If he has a set, will he call a shove? When there's a straight, two straights, and a flush available. Um, Probably not. Maybe, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Probably not. So, I think... Call is fine. Look, as he bets bigger, call becomes more and more reasonable. If you bet smaller, I think we just got to put in some sort of a raise. I don't know. This one feels a little bit weird. We had, had a lot of weird spots. Whatever. Dan, Dan Shack will be crushed. I can already tell you. I just called. Fine. Fast forward. Yeah. Heads up. 
All right, heads up. I uh, studied no heads up before this final table. I probably should have done that. Queen four of hearts for a little here. Heads up, Donnie. We're going to go back to the old uh, limp check, 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 check game. Am I right? Okay, let me show you heads up, one big blind, MTT charts. I mean, look, I've looked at these, but I certainly don't have them memorized well. We're playing 30 big blinds deep. Um, why is my charts not working? Let me click refresh. You only had three queens, or why not raise? Uh, I didn't know what my opponent had. When you're playing poker, you don't know what your opponent has. That That's one of the tough things about the game. Why is this not working right? Heads up, MTT. Is my, is my chart just broke? Am I clicking on the wrong thing? Is this like one chart that's not going to work today? Give me the chart, please. Okay. Is this even right? Yeah, this is right. Notice 27 big blinds deep. You want to be raising and limping with some sort of mixed strategy, right? We're all over the place. We're all over the place, right? Notice hands in this region kind of like to raise. Hands that are really good kind of like to raise. But we need to be doing a lot of limping. Right. Queen I'll four suited. I limp. Better. I'm sorry. I, I would think so. I don't think these two players are just going to come out firing all willy-nilly. Still, still relatively deep. 30 and 40 big blinds for Foxen and Little, respectively. So, By the way, after I limp, let's just show big blind versus limp. What should he be doing? He should be very polarized. 27 big blinds deep. Someone just said in the chat, uh, were you shoving a lot because Foxen's good at heads up? Um, I was shoving a lot because that's often just good GTO poker. No, it's 27 big blinds deep with a big blind in. you got to be ripping it in their face a lot, right? Uh, dark right here is all in. So... Okay, I have new I have new colors, by the way. Let's try these. Are these better? Which ones are better for uh, people who are colorblind? Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Let's do warm. Okay. Notice pinks are rays, reds are all in, oranges are check from him. You need to have giant all ends when you are playing shallow-ish stacks. Okay. Just um, a shallow, I mean, not even shallowish stack, but with a big blind ante. Big blind ante is super important. You can run people over if they don't get it. 50. I gotta put these chips somewhere else. All right, I bet small. He has a pair. He calls with his pair. I have a draw here, obviously. Check. Checks. Mm. You can go either way. Do whatever you want. Did go for it again. Little just firing away here. Sure. Bet the flop. 150k in position. Bet the turn here now. We're trying to get him off of position. Weak pairs. Slightly better hands. Foxen elects to give it up. Nice little steal. King nine suited, huh? Let's see. Small blind RFI. 27 big blinds deep. Kind of frying my nose as well. Notice raising in purple. Purples are raising, right? King nine suited sometimes. Okay. Ace queen. Probably just rip it in, right? So we want to look at big blind versus raise. Easy all in, right? I presume I shove here. Big hands here in heads up play. Foxen 
King All nine in. of clubs, yep. raises, Rip it in. and Little just comes over the top. See? Easy peasy. Nice. Real decision here for Fox. Should he call? Small blind versus three bet all three bet all in. Come on, computer. King nine suited calls. Notice King nine suited calls. When would you want to fold? You'd want to fold if you think your opponent's not shoving quite enough. Little does Fox know. I probably shove too much. <laughs> Funny enough, um, one of these other trophies back here. Where is it? Oh, it's over here. That little globe thing. You can barely see it. Um, I won that from Jonathan Jaffe, one of the best heads-up players in the world. Poker coach and coach now. And he later told me, 10 years later, he went back and watched the, our final table, and he realized that I was just pushing around hard on the bubble. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pushing around hard at the final table. Not, God, my brain's broken. I was pushing him around hard, heads up. He folded way too much. And I think a lot of people fold way too much. And this is a good example of this, right? Especially with this big blind ante, you gotta call it off wide. People don't like it, but you gotta call it off wide. So if I'm shoving optimally, king nine suits a call. So again, what is optimally? Let's just make sure that I think I'm actually doing this. Am I shoving all these ace x? Absolutely. Am I shoving all these small pairs? Absolutely. Am I shoving king-queen? Yeah. Ace x suited. I'm probably shoving more ace x suited, honestly. Am I getting these little junkers? A few combos of junkers. King-6, king-5, king-4, queen-6, queen-5. Probably not. To be fair, I probably do shove slightly more linearly than this, and that might be a bit of an error. Like, more ace x suited. Maybe like king-jack offsuit. But whatever. The range is going to be pretty close, right? So if the range is pretty close, then that means he needs to call it off roughly at GTO frequency. Otherwise, I'm going to run him over. As you see, he's called off a roughly GTO frequency. Oxen. Tank, 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 tank. Full spot. He does, yeah. Good. A little less 42. These tournaments were all one day tournaments. Must be tough for Fox number of entries were the number of entries there were. These were our small field events in the Poker Ghost Studio. You also cannot afford to make too many folds. Are all these tools yep. on pokercoaching.com? Yes, of course. Those charts are actually in our app. You can even use them on the phone. Limp from Fox in here. Check from Little. Should I raise this? Little. How much do we start with? We have 12 big blinds. Okay, let's look at 12 big blinds. Uh, we'll look at 15 because I have 10 and Small blind. Raise first 10. He has queen three offsuit. Easy limp, I presume. Easy limp. Big blind versus limp. What should I do? Four two suited. It might be a raise. Uh, not quite. Notice though, it's almost an all in. Four two suited is almost an all in. I'm playing spot on GTO. Heads up in this one, aren't I? Let's look at 10 big blinds. 4-2 suited, still not an all-in. Is this an invite-only series? Nope. In order to be invited, you have to have $10,000 that you're willing to play. Okay, that works. Queen-3. Not a queen-3, reminiscent of uh, a famous hand that he played against Phil Hellmuth. Yeah. Phil Two pair for him, nothing for me. Check, check, tri tricky foxen. Bit of a meltdown. Oh, boy. Foxen here. Wow. Full house now. Well, and this might, this might make Little feel as though his uh, deuce has a better chance yeah. of being good. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, anytime you make any sort of pair heads up, right, it's, it's hard to get away. So what's he going to check the flop with and check the turn with? Ace high, king high, on the river. maybe jack high. Well, decent chance that uh, Little pays him off. Versus Boxing nine. Checking back. I mean, I'm looking to pay. Honestly, <laughs> little checks. Not certainly not trying to fold. If y'all enjoyed this show, by the way, click the like and subscribe button. Some sort of sizing Alex Foxen wants to come with here. 
I'm not sure anybody else is awake at 9 a.m. reviewing hands that they played a few days ago for all of you. If you like this, click the like and subscribe. Tell your friends. It would be hard for you to shove the four high before the flop. Well, I mean, look, look at chart. Do what chart says. Make money. 900. 1.5x pot from Foxen. Overbet it is. 1.5x pot from Alex Foxen. Donnie, if you ain't overbetting, you ain't playing poker. It's the name of the game. Yeah. So look, um, would he jam? Would he blast Jack high? Almost certainly. What about King high? Probably. And look, he's trying to get me. If he's bluffing, he's trying to get me to fold out like King high, Jack high, maybe a bad pair, right? So I don't know. I called this one. I don't mind it. I think it's fine. Here, I really don't want to block his bluffs. So what are his logical bluffs? Logical bluffs are gonna be cards with a king or a jack or a ten, I think. King high, jack high, ten high. We'll check flop, check turn sometimes, and then feel inclined to bluff river. So I think this is a pretty good bluffing bluff caller. So use GTO, Wizard, and our site together. Ooh, be patient. We have good things coming. Be patient, everyone. Be patient. We have things in the works. Anyway, I pay him off. Pay off, wizard. Slightly, yeah. In the chat. King 10 playing. 13 big blinds deep. King 10 offsuit. Um, I'm, I just presume I'm all in easily from the small blind, right? King 10 offsuit. 10 big blinds deep. Easy all in. 15 big blinds deep. I presume I'm going to limp a lot. Yeah, so we limp a lot. 15 big blinds deep. But again, you know, so 12 big blinds is going to be somewhere in this region. It's probably mixing shoves and limps 12 big blinds deep. I usually err towards shoving, though. I love erring towards shove. Why? Because people fold too often. It's worth noting, I've been shoving around on Alex Fox in a ton because I've had a lot of logical shoves, like queen and offsuit and stuff. Naming all the correct ones. Little, again, rip it in. shove. He has king to offsuit. Should he call? Big blind. Versus all in. For 15 big blinds, king to offsuit is clearly a fold. For 10 big blinds, king to offsuit is a call. Somewhere in there. Right? Close. I presume this is going to be a fold for 12, but it's close. So now, if he, if it's close, and he knows it's close, should he call against me, who's been jamming, he's got to presume a little bit more often than normal. It's close. If he calls here, he's basically saying, either Johnson's shoving way too much, or I think I have no edge. Either way, I'll take it. King 10 off. Foxen with king high. Perhaps this will tempt him to make the call for his tournament life. King High is you want me to respectable. answer you. you want me to answer? It was intimidating to play against. I don't, get, I don't get intimidated to play against anybody. I even told Alex Fox in three-handed that I'm not intimidated by your big muscles. Or said something like that. It was, it was something funny to say. Bonzalil is going to love to see this. Alex Foxen hates to see it. Yeah, he would much rather be up against Ace Queen, of Hope course. Some of Jesse's deuces are in there. <laughs> Little is a you're clean, in really bad shape. Run out away. <laughs> I remember telling him you're in really bad shape. <laughs> it's really bad when your suit's covered with you know, one of these. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm taking this one down. <laughs> All right. After the flop, though, it might be different. Fast forward, it'd be like 50. To lock for little wow. eight, six, or seven, all that, and just take it down right here and end this tournament on the spot. Three twos. Can John Little take it down? Okay. Yes, he can. GG. 
Jonathan Little wins event Congrats, three of the 2024 Alex Foxen was very nice. Way nicer than you'd think he was. Are you intimidated playing against the commentators? Uh, no, I'd love to play against the commentators. Go so, am I nervous now, Fox right in the second? Not really. More of my brain's just frazzled. I have a million things to do. Like I said, look at all these documents I have to file and deal with. I got to deal with that. Got to, got to deal with the wire form to collect my money. I didn't do that yet. I got two books I'm supposed to read. I got so much stuff to do. Is King 2 is slightly wide. I literally just showed you King 2 is close. It's close. If your opponent shoves too much, you have an easy call. If you think you have no edge, you have an easy... Well, if you think if you think you're disadvantaged, you definitely have a call. I think I played this heads up pretty well. Um, I don't know if I played the next one so well. in the second in the 29th capital. To close things out, still points in ship. That's good. I'm the winner. Oh man, should have filled that cup up with some. Okay, let's look at some more hands. This is from the 25k final table. Here we go. And telling the truth. <laughs> let's look at what we're looking at. Uh, I have 30 big blinds. Davies is short with 15. Saliba, my poker son. <laughs> I started teaching him when he was playing 5 cent, 10 cent. Now he's in charge of pokercoaching.com. 20 big blinds for him. Big stack, Justin Zaki on my direct right, which is exactly where you want the big stack to be. Trucker for Zaki. What was the payout on that? I think I got 230k or something. Ace line offsuit. I raise it up. Um, so look, when Zaki folds, to some extent, I kind of get to play like I'm the big stack. Yeah, we have. I don't know how to say his name. Riorzdan? His name's John. We have John on my left with a slightly bigger stack, but I don't think he was like really trying to lean on that. Like I think a lot of people who are second in chips slash third in chips, um, they don't play like the chip leader when they have the opportunity. And this is a great spot once Zaki is out of the pot for the, the second in chips player to play like the big stack because essentially they get to act as the big stack because the big stack's out of the pot. Anyway, whatever. Ace line offsuit's easy raise. I raise it up. Saliba. He could rip it in, but he just folds. That's fine. I like that. Davies with 5-4 offsuit. I would have folded this. Let's actually take a look. Maybe I have a chart for this. Um, I actually want to open up a new tab because this one's actually working. Did I sell action at no markup? Yes. I sold, I don't know, 40-ish percent at no markup for the 25K and 50% for the 10K. Just for fun, because I appreciate all of you, and I want to give you some action. All right. GTO tournament, ICM, one big blind, ante. I want a 15 big blind stack in the big blind, and ideally another short stack. Um, Something like this will work. Not exactly accurate, but whatever. So, let's say, under the gun folds, cut off. Notice they raise a lot of ASEX offsuit, maybe more than you would think. We raise... Button, shorty folds, small blind is not the correct stack depth or whatever. What should the big blind call with? Take a look at this. 15-ish big blinds deep. With a 10 big blind stack there, so again, not quite accurate. But you see, like 5-4 offsuit's just really bad. So why would Seth call this 5-4 offsuit? I don't know. The only thing I can possibly conceive is that maybe somehow some way he hasn't studied this spot maybe he thinks i'm too weak i don't know this seems like an easy fold to me though if you think that i'm gonna like raise and then just like check it down every time or fold to one bed or never want to put in my stack or whatever then i guess you could conceivably defend but i mean look 
you're losing a lot of money calling here. It says, what's it say? Minus five point something big blinds. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Not five point something big blinds. What am I reading here? Or hundred, I presume. Little comes in with a raise here, ace nine off. Point five, not point six. Point five. And um, defense five four off. Yeah, whatever he calls. Line. Fine. Yeah. I wonder if this was before or after I complimented him on his excellent discipline. <laughs> ace seven deuce here. Yeah, it's got shot. Little flopping top pair. Nice spot to bet. Small and frequently, I presume, because he's going to jam a lot of ace-x. Looking for a three. About 60. 1.5 big blinds. 60,000 from Little. I think call's fine from him. I mean, if he raises, it's awful if I continue. is in there. He's trying to see a turn here. Seven of diamonds. Seven of diamonds on the turn. All right. In GTO world with no pound implications, the big blind should be leading here a lot because they're going to have a lot of sevens and I'm not. However, as a shallow stack at the final table, you should not be leading all that often when you are the shallower stack because you just really don't want to go broke. So I actually kind of expected him to lead. I don't know why he didn't. It made me it made me kind of thinking he might have a seven, just purely to try to trap slash get me to bluff it off. I mean, look, if he thinks I'm bonkers, then I guess he can call the five four, make a pair, and don't fold, right? Um, yeah, I, I kind of expected a lead here, and I would I would think that five four may just want to lead turn and blast it in on the river. I think that's very reasonable. Where can people buy my action on PokerStake.com? They charge no VIG, no rake at all. I charge no markup at all. Free for everyone. Enjoy. They got for forever and then checked. And I was actually kind of paranoid he had a seven here. And on top of that, if he had some sort of draw, I can just call on any river, right? I mean, yeah, clubs are not great. Diamonds are not great, whatever. Um, I don't think we need to bet here because if we bet, what is he going to continue with? He's going to continue with an ace, which I don't think he has many of at all, and sevens, which you will have a lot of. Or at least some of. Notice, not a lot of sevens, but he certainly has some, right? And if he's calling five four, he's obviously calling seven six, seven five, eight seven, nine seven. So he has a lot of sevens. So I think this is a pretty easy check back. How many hands per hour do they play in these tournaments? I have no clue. Ten sure. You can buy and sell on poker stake if you are American. I don't know if that's what you're referring to. Anyone can buy and sell on poker stake as far as I know. Check, check. checks back. Okay. Seven. Little. Gives it a tank. Gives it a tank. I think he needs to bluff here. Probably pretty big. Pot's 340. He has 430. All minus one big blind is what I would have done. Bluff at this. You got to go all minus one big blind, I think. It's the only play. Especially if you think I'm kind of straightforward and I should, and you think I'm going to be betting a lot of um, you think I'm be betting a lot of aces on the turn and sevens on the turn, maybe because I'm scared of getting outdrawn or whatever, which obviously I'm not. But if you think that, then I just have like no full houses, right? So if I have no full houses or almost no full houses, you just got to blast it. And the nice thing about this for him is that he has a lot of sevens, especially if 
he has nine seven eight seven seven six etc so yeah all minus one be blind seems good let's see what he does and Dave 220. So the problem with 220 is that I might just hero call with any pair. And I might even find a hero call with ace high, given clubs and diamonds both missed. He knows If he knows I like pot odds, I really don't like this bet. Okay, so he goes 220. Question is, should I raise? Should I raise this ace? What do you all think? Take a second. Think about it. I think we should not. Because what is he going to call with if I raise? He has 210 left. He's getting really good odds. What beverage would I put in my trophy? Champagne, of course. You want to turn me chest some champagne. Cabernet afterwards, though, at home. Um, I don't think we need to raise here. If he has an ace, he's always calling. If he has a seven, he's always calling. If he has worse than that, it's almost certainly just a two. If he has a two, is he going to call? Probably not. Therefore, easy call. Committing half of his chips. I called. Does make the call. I think he should have uh, went all in or almost all in. Minus one big blind on the river, though. I think that would be. Should we be shoving here, Donnie, or is there better like play. no real need? All right. Your first place of four hundred three. <laughs> Massive comebacks during this Boca Gold Cup. David Coleman. Davies is super short here. This is a crazy pot. This was like the most stressful pot I played, and the pot was like four big blinds. Notably, had two big blinds and came back down to win it. Win the whole thing. Zachy raises it up. Should I three bet the ace king? We have a four big blind stack. 15 big blind stack. I'm sitting okay with 30. The answer is definitely no. If there's a tiny stack, you just don't three bet. Oh, can Davies do this? I'll try to get that shorty out. Look at this. Zachy raises for the third straight hand after the break. Call Seth Davies. Round of Davies. He has to put his money in. Now, should he call or should he jam? Calls, he will have, I think, 20, 20K left or 40K left, something like that. 40K left, I think. I think he definitely wants to call because he can get away on some boards. And the big blind. Six forever. Oh, so he made it 120. That's why I only had 20K. Davies just with the call. So we're going to have three players to the race to reopen the top. Let's call seven, five, two diamonds. Ten, seven, five. Check, check, check. Davies only has 20K left behind. Do. No point in betting at all. Queen of diamonds on. Queen of diamonds. I could bet the turn. So the problem here is that if I bet the turn, Zachy can just raise me out of my seat. Sure. So wide. Davies. I just don't want to get pushed off my equity. Able to. Do not get pushed off your equity. It's so important in spots like this, especially when I can bust the short stack. I, as the medium stack, really want the short stack out. I don't really care who wins the spot. I just really want the short stack out. Save himself 20K if this goes to showdown. Broadway draw, clubs. King on the river. Check to me. All right. I have the best hand like every time and I really want to get Davies to put his money in because I really want him to go broke. I really want him to go broke. Check obviously makes him go broke close to every time. But look at his pot odds if I bet. He has to put in 20 to win 475. He's won one in 20 times. <laughs> it's hard to not be good one in 20 times. Um, I think I got a bet. And I think Zachy might even find a call sometimes. The nice thing about this is I'm going to have a lot of ace jack here. I'll, I'll have some flushes here too. Not a lot, but some. 
So I think I can go for a value bet here. The problem is if I bet and then Davies folds, Zach, he can just check, shove all in, make my life miserable, especially if he has like Ace of Diamonds in his hand. I think we need to go small-ish. 150, 200, something like that. This has 20K left. I do go 150. Davies thinks for forever. Should he call here? Ugh, miserable spot. I think you just got to call with, with based on pot odds. Yeah, you win basically never. You beat like ace-x of clubs, ace-x of hearts, right? Ace-x of spades. Ugh, nasty. Does not three-betting tiny stacks apply to non-final table scenarios as well? This is a very different scenario because I don't want to go broke before Davies. I cannot go broke before Davies. Therefore, I do not want to play a big pot. Let me see if I have anything over here that kind of shows this. Well, here's one sort of. Not exactly. I wish there was a shorter stack in this one. But let's say under the gun min raises. What should the cutoff three bet? Notice, eh, well, they got to three bet everything because there's not a tiny stack. I don't have any sims here with a tiny stack. When there's a really tiny stack, you just cannot go broke when you have a medium stack. It's really bad. Uh, Davies ends up calling and losing Zachy Folds. Life was easy. But this was a very stressful pot because... Um, I know, I know if I was in Zaki's shoes, I'd be looking to blast me because it's just like a free pot. You got to be careful. Open yourself up to a free pot. Why were you worried about quads on that earlier hand? On the river, if I raise, what's it going to call with? Yes, I have the best hand almost every time. Unless I raise and get called. If I raise and get called, that's not the case. The white ones. Uh, 25K is the green ones. Did Davies white just blue? check folded the 5-4 five five earlier? Get a double. Now you want to know how much you can win, huh? When you have the 5-4, yeah, exactly. you don't really block a whole lot of my folds. My folds are going to be a lot of king high, queen high, jack high. Did you keep your separate sheet for tournaments and cash games? The I just keep one Excel stacks. spreadsheet for myself. The last two players remaining who can do whatever you want. Leapfrog title. Oh, this is a good hand. Blind versus blind. Overall Zaki is chip lead. I am second in yeah, chip. Yeah, I mean, also... With everything that's been going on on Poker Twitter slash X, you know, with the drama surrounding him, Matt Berkey, Daniel Negreanu, kind of everyone just going at each other about some. I got kind of annoyed when the commentator said everyone going after each other on social media when I have not said anything. People think that just because someone fights at you means that you're fighting at them, which is asinine. Just because someone fights at you does not mean that you are fighting with them. Berkey's like, yeah, this is why we butt heads. I don't think I butted heads a single time. I've only, only tried to be helpful to the guy. Anyway, here we go. The race. You know, it's the, the timing kind of sets itself up quite nicely. Like, you know? Yep. I hey, could perhaps rip it in. I think it'd be a little bit big for 40 big blinds. So just call. Again, this is a spot where I just really don't want to go broke. Now, I will say this might be okay to rip it in. Well, let's just take a look at this one. Say it goes, uh, I want this this one here, and I want the small blind to raise. Fold, 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 fold. Button. They're raising bigger than. Uh, no, I want. I want to fold here. I want small blind to raise. And now, what do I do? Notice ASEC suited just calls, right? And I think this is going to be pretty accurate to what we need to be doing in this spot. And this, this is roughly what I would be doing in this spot. I probably would not shove these weakest hand, weakest hands down here. Um. By the way, these weaker shoves make almost no money. Just so you know, so you don't necessarily need to be jamming those. You guys are kind of coming at me or, you know, part of Ace five is your number one bluff shove. Not in this spot. Not in this spot. That would be quite bad. 
You lose just a little bit by shoving, not too much. Community is coming at me, part of the community is defending, but look at me. I won an event here. I'm at this 25k final table. Alright, he flops flush draw, I flop ace high. Backdoor flush draw. I guess you would call it walking the walk. That was a total money won by poker coaching coaches in the series. I don't know, but we crushed it. He's out here walking the walk. Exactly. Good to crush it. the last time we've seen Matt Berkey at a major tournament final table? It's been a while. I mean, that's the drama. There's beef. You bet small, easy call. And Again, so like a lot of people look at this and they go, I don't have anything. I have to fold. But you have overcard. We have backdoor flush draw. And we have backdoor straight draw. We cannot fold here. It would be criminal. Dies down, you know, give it a week. Is that like somewhere? Like, you know, come <laughs> up, right? Then they run if you want. So, I think you should so probably check this turn. Like, I think it should always. Although betting can't be that bad. This is a spot where I just probably can't raise too aggressively. Just go to. It's like stream here. <laughs> Polk, you know, like that sort of stuff. Just give Brent Hanks a call and it, it, it'll he'll, he'll set it out there. Hey, we have our triangle studio now. <laughs> Smallish bet. Should I raise? I almost jammed here. Um... The problem is, is like if he has a king, he's just gonna call every time. The nice thing about my hand is I beat some combo draws, like Jack Nine of Diamonds, Jack Nine of Clubs. Like I crush those pretty hard. So I don't know. I don't know. I probably just don't have very many shoves here. Again, like I just don't want to go broke, right? I just do not want to go broke with two other stacks of roughly the same depth. We can facilitate. Well, 135 on the flop. A little called again. Call. This is a huge one. River is the ace of hearts, and Little takes the lead. This is a huge river card. The question now is, with Zaki miss missing his flush, is he going to continue to apply the pressure? Kind of a rough hand to bluff because you don't want to have clubs to bluff because those are hands you want me to have. However, the four does block some random auto calls from me, like... King four suited, ace four suited, ace four offsuit, like, right? It, so it's a pretty okay hand to bluff. I may not float ace X offsuit on the flop. Um, I think he probably does want to bet, and I think he probably wants to put me all in. Funny, the two spots where my opponents bluffed into me where they lost, I, I like the bluff, but I don't like their size. I think the problem with a non-all in here is if I have an ace, I'm just easily calling. And if I have a king, I might even find a hero call, knowing me. We think we should blur out the opponent's cards or the hero's cards. No. Look, I think I am perhaps one of the least results-oriented players in the world. <laughs> I realize that, like, look, I, I want to think about what Zaki should do. I'm, it's like I'm playing both players' hands, you know? I um, am not results-oriented at all. And I think a lot of the absolute best players are not. You could see this very clearly in Game of Gold, show by GG. Some of the players were super results-oriented. Some were not at all. The ones who were the best in the world, in my opinion, were not at all. Like right here. I mean, literally, I think he should bluff. And I think he should bluff all in. With Davies, with his 5-4. I thought he should bluff. Probably all in. Um, and I would have, right? I mean, yeah, I would have I would have done it. I would have lost. But, like, I think it's a good play, right? I mean, that's just good. That's just good poker thinking, right? Like, I don't really care what happens. I care what the right play is or what I think is the optimal play. Anyway, I think he should blast it here. I think all in is probably good. Because uh, I really don't want to go broke. And, and look, to be fair, I probably would have found a hero call of this. But... If I had, like, King X or Queen X, I definitely would have folded to an all-in. Donnie, what an interesting hand. He thinks for forever and goes, like, 700 or something. Whether or not this works, you, you love to see it. <laughs> Look at this. Zaki comes in with the big bet. Jonathan Little already smiling, and, I mean, 
Maybe resign in his fate that he maybe that he can't fold this. River for me. <laughs> I said it's maybe the perfectly wrong river for me. It turns out it was the perfectly right river for me. <laughs> oh gosh. So I counted out my chips. Uh, not that it really matters. Uh, maybe maybe we're just trying to like I don't. Even, I mean I don't know. Anything you do to get some sort of read is good. It's always nice to know what you'll have left. One, two, three, four and a half, four hundred fifty k. We'll be almost out of the tournament if I call and lose. That said, 450k is like some, and that's fine and good. So whatever, I'm just gonna call. There it is. Little makes the call for 740. He's gonna show the ace five and take over the chip lead here. Nice take over the chip lead. Um, why is ace five suited not a good re-raise bluff here? Because there are short stacks. There are short stacks. Before the hand, I had 2 million. And there's a 1.3 and a 1.4. I don't get to bluff here very often at all. Look at my re-raising range. This is like good ace X in small pairs, right? And that's that's it. You don't get to bluff here. Look, there's almost, there's no three bet smalls either, right? There's just like no three bet smalls against this small blind raise. And you know, against a 3.5X raise, you probably have to be even tighter. So, yeah, you just don't get to bluff. Payout implications, they matter. They're super important. So this gave me the chip lead, and then I just raised every hand. I went nuts. And I I, uh, I get after it with the chip lead. You tell us. I'm hoping. Small blind. I have no clue what's going to happen in this hand. Notice I have a lot of chips now. I'm going to be maximum aggression in these spots. Filled with poker action. Donnie, we're I had been, like, hyper-aggressive. If I've been hyper-aggressive and I'm raising, like, all sorts of stuff, then I'm not going to take every single spot, especially if I can, like, check and realize my equity. Like right here, I think I think raising could be quite good. Notice he has 30. Again, I'm not going to have an exact spot for this. But let's say he has 30 big blinds in the small blind, and I have a lot. Oh, no, he has 25, and I have a lot. I don't have a great sim for this. Whatever, I'm not going to look it up. But I, I would not be shocked if this could be a raise. ...up on a week of rain in Las Vegas. I really... I mean, look, so people saying I'm so aggressive when I had the lead. This was like the perfect setup. We had John here, relatively shallow. And then two other medium stacks. The two medium stacks just can't go broke before the short stack. So that allows me to raise very, 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 very wide. Triple. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Five, okay, three, three. Check. check. We can better check. I like betting small with backdoor draws. We go for small bet. Um, when we when we are playing as a chip leader at a final table, you want to be doing a lot of frequent tiny betting. Just nudging money into the pot because the opponent's risk premium is humongous. And if we can figure out a way to get him to have to put in all of his money by the river, he's going to have to overfold, and that's going to let him crush us. Push-fold charts can work out. Don't use push-fold charts. Push-fold charts are bad. Your options are not only shove or fold. This one slide. Easy call for him, I think, against a small bet. Turns a nine. They keep this pot small. He checks. Should we better check? It's real. You fold with 8-4. Don't fold 8-4 when it's free to check from the big blind. Dad is asking, who do you think is going to win this? Well, I don't mind betting Jay again. Little has been putting on a clinic Bet, the last 90 minutes or so. Prior to that, Justin Zaki was in full control. John Reardon started as the chip leader, and Justin Saliba started as a short stack. Now, Easy check for nice. him. Joey bluffed the river with the 8 high. Twenty. Absolutely. We can apply pressure to ace high, king high, 5 Backdoor draws that don't make a pair like Jack High, Jack Ten of Dime, Jack Ten of Hearts, something like that. So easy bet on the river. Hands. I think we want to go medium. Medium or big, either one's fine. You got to mix it up. 
And Saliba and Reardon have both won seven hands. Again, you always want to ask, like, what am I mostly value betting here? I'm mostly value betting a queen or a nine or a five. So queen, nine, or five probably want to go medium for the most part. I mean, queen can go big, but nine and five want to go medium. So, you know, I like medium. Of the last 10. Pots 300, we go 150. I bet's 150. This is probably a call from him. It sucks, but I'd probably find a call. gazing off into the distance. Again, because notice all my backdoor draws missed, right? So he, whenever all the backdoor draws miss, probably just want to find a call. Fold. He fold. does fold, and it's five and... Good. Subscriber. I'm a little bit more call happy than a lot of people, I think. Promo code. Was it... You should make these shorter. All right. I did actually some study of heads up before this final table. Actually, about two minutes before this final table. Justin Sleepa busted. I'm like, Justin, give me a crash course on heads up quickly. <laughs> so we had five minutes on our break. Justin gave me a crash course on heads up. And he said, 40-ish big blinds deep like we are. I'm sorry, 60 big blinds deep like we are. If you raise from small blind, you need to be making it 3.5x. Commentators were like, why is he blasting it? That must be a misclick. Apparently not. With a big blind Andy, you want to be raising big. Against a limp, you want to be making it 5x. Okay, I did it. I trust Justin. Simple as that. Simple as that. I trust Justin Saliba. He has never done me wrong. All right. We are, let's say, 50 big blinds deep. Small blind. Raise first in strategy. As you see, purple is red. We're going to be pretty polarized here, right? A lot of best hands are raising, a lot of suited junk, and a lot of medium offsuit stuff. This is pretty standard. Um, and then I want to look at versus three bet, because he's about to three bet me. Does Ace-Jack suited rip it in? It does not, it just calls. So I'm, I'm, I'm about to raise this end and rip it in, and that's apparently a mistake. Um, I should have just called. Okay. Again, like like I said, I, I have not studied these 60 big blind deep heads up charts with a big blind ante. No, it's with big blind ante, super important. I have not studied these extensively. I do know you need to be like much more aggressive than you would think you need to be. Much more call happy and much more aggressive. Let's look at big blind versus raise. See, he should be uh, ripping it in for 50 big blinds with ace-jack offsuit like he has. Like, again, I'm telling you, a lot of people don't do it, do this. They don't. They, they play like there's no ante. So, notice, we both screwed up this because I'm supposed to raise. He's supposed to rip it in. He didn't. I'm supposed to just call, and I ended up ripping it in. Uh, let's look at versus four bet all in. I got to presume ace-jack's a call. He does call it off. Fine and good. I try, but oftentimes... By 3.5 exit. Let's go. He I makes mean, it. These guys are playing Seven. fast, though. I respect that. This is fun I guess, I guess little... Coming in for three... These guys are playing fast, though. I respect Listen that. Listen to what they're hearing. I guess, I guess little... <laughs> is coming in for three and a half X on the button. I got, you know... I guess he's coming in for three and a half X. The thing is, no one studied this stuff. That's what I'm trying to tell you all. Myself included. I would recommend all of you spend some time studying these charts. Study the um, advanced tournament course. We have a large section by Justin Sleva and Jonathan Jaffe. Uh, two of the best heads up players out there. And, uh, you know, they go through these charts and they make they, they play they play this format for all of you to see. They, they, we have a lot of content on PokerCoaching.com from this. I should have rewatched that. I spent all morning actually rewatching the Draft Ganger final table win and another final table with Jonathan Jaffe. I was more concerned with taking my short stack and not busting sixth. Instead, here we found ourselves heads up with a chip lead. To see, ladies and gentlemen. I rip it in. Here with the two he calls. <laughs> Obviously, there's one. <laughs> Look at this turn we have. There it is. 
Wouldn't it be lovely to just win right here? Wait for the sweat. Is he going to end it with the royal flush? Did I have dinner plans? King I of Spades did. one time? I had 7 p.m. dinner plans already. <laughs> one of my friends. And um, it was 6.15. <laughs> and I asked him what time it was because they take your phone, so I don't know what time it was. Donnie. Yeah. King of Spades in the chat. <laughs> oh, oh. <so> lucky. <laughs> Seven of hearts. Boo. Okay. On 61. Little with the ducks. Twos. I can only imagine it's going to... We are 60 big blinds deep. Pocket twos. Small blind. Raise first in. Twos, mix it up. Mostly raise. Coming for the raise again. Queen three suited. Gotta call rattles. I presume he has to call. Let's just make sure. Again, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, big blind versus raise. A lot of people on my team at pokercoaching.com say, Jonathan, don't say you don't know what you're doing. You're supposed to know everything. Look. Just being real with all of you, I don't know the right answer to a lot of the spots. I have not studied heads up with a big blind anti deep stack because like never, never, it never happens. Big payout. Ace eight jack. Let's flop. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm flying by the seat of my pants, just like all of you. Aggression. Ace jack eight. Um, very dynamic board where I should have a nice range advantage. Notice uh, he should be three betting a lot of his best hands, right? Notice all the stuff up here, three bets. So I'm gonna have a big range advantage in general, because my preflop raising range is gonna contain a lot of that good, strong high card stuff, right? I have a lot of these hands in this region. So this is a spot where um, I'm gonna be continuation betting pretty frequently and big. And I think twos, especially with a spade, is a good hand to bet big. We, we have this spot come up a lot in pokercoaching.com, a spot I've been trying to add to my game. And here we are, doing it. It's a little pairs that have been working out. Why do they take your phones? I don't know. Well, look, they don't want you to have any sort of device on you. They're paranoid about devices. They don't want you to be getting texts from your friends. Oh my God, this guy just bluffed you. Everybody sitting up playing on their phone is not good for TV, et cetera, et cetera. See if you can leverage How nervous was I? I was actually not nervous at all. I felt great. I felt great. Actually, once I got the chip lead and I smashed him four-handed, and look, I got, I got good cards four-handed, and I won with all the good cards, and I got some bad cards, and I won with all those too. Once I smashed him four-handed... Got heads up with some amount of a chip lead. I, I feel pretty good about my heads up game. They actually showed my record, my heads up record. 16 and 12. 16 wins, 12 losses. Pretty good. I played more heads up sit and goes than almost anyone in the world. I'd say almost anyone. There's probably 500 people who played more than me. Um, I've been quite successful at the high stakes. I feel pretty good about heads up, even though I'm, again, flying by the seat of my pants to some extent. To his advantage. Big bet here, though. He's gonna A lot of people bet small, and I don't like that. You gotta bet big. He calls with a slush draw. Then today, second or diamonds. Three times. Check, check. No point in betting. And an eight. I don't think. Maybe we're supposed to bluff it again. I, I wouldn't be shocked if bluffing. John okay. Little's wins. That's pretty, pretty insane. I was going to call on this river if he bet. Why? Because he should not have a ton of base X. A lot of that just check raises immediately. Um, he probably won't value bet a jack, although maybe he does. He's definitely not going to value bet an eight. So he's going to have a lot of busted draws, and there are a lot of busted draws available. When there's a lot of busted draws available, if you don't block the busted draws at all, then you have a pretty good call spot. Little's four biggest. Check, check, though. I won. That's good. I mean, that's really what they get. Queen 10 offsuit on the button. Uh, now we're playing 40 big blinds deep. 
let's see, small blind, queen 10 offsuit on the button, mixes it. Let's turn heads up play. King, queen offsuit, of course, is going to raise for him, right? Again, I'm just, I, I know I'm showing you all of this stuff. I'm doing it more for my benefit as well. Look, it actually rips it in. Oh, I lent, I'm sorry. If I, if I raised, he would have shoved, of course. But look at this, against the limp, it's an all-in as well. Big blind, 35 big blinds deep after a limp. King-queen offsuit rips it in. Someone again asked earlier in the chat, um, why were you making such big shoves? And the answer is, the big blind ante makes you make big shoves, especially with some ace offsuit, small pairs, some suited junkers, right? So anyway, king-queen offsuit's just a shove here. We're 50 big blinds deep, we would just raise it linearly, right? What is this software? This is the poker coaching app. I made this for all of you and for me. Believe it or not, I make tools for myself and then I share them with all of you. This is available on pokercoaching.com for premium members. It's also available on the poker coaching app on your phone. All right, he raises. I, of course, call. 300. 9.5 deuce. All right. Over cards, backdoor flush draw. Easy call on the flop. If he bets, if he checks, I'm going to just start tripling it off. I'm probably going to triple it off. He bets. It's half pot. Pretty big bet. Whatever. We float. Three cards working towards a straight. Eight of diamonds. That's a pretty nice one, huh? I mean, if you're going to ask for a call. If he bets here, I'm, again, just going to call. And if he checks over, I'm going to bluff. to play this out of position. If he checks, though, the question is, should I bet? So, look, I was actually quite on the fence about betting this one because if I bet and get jammed, it's really bad because I have good equity, right? Like notice, even when my queen's dominated, we have 32% equity. So I really don't want to bet this and have to fold. But, 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 I did not think Zachy was the type of player to make overly aggressive jams. He hadn't really done it all final table. It seemed like the times he wants to bluff are the times where he can be the one tripling it off. I've not seen him check shove any spot ever that I can recall. Not that my memory's the best. I'm sure he will sometimes. Um, So I, I felt okay bluffing this, but it felt pretty dirty because I, I did think this is where he may check shove me. The nice thing about this is I will have just some flushes and top pairs and straights, so he certainly can't go two knots. On the previous hand, should he have check raised me with the queen X of spades? Absolutely not. It was like ace king something, right? On ace-king something, if I have an ace, I'm just never folding and he's going to be getting it in pretty badly. So he beats a lot of draws there, so I think it's a pretty easy spot to check call. How much should we bet? He has 2.26. I want to bet an amount that I can bet and then fold to a shove. Someone says bet a million. If you bet a million and you get shoved, you have to call it off, which is not good at all. I prefer an all-in over a million. I think the right size is either something like 700 or 500 or all-in, but you don't want to go all-in on three flush boards in general. Three flush boards, you typically want to be betting smallish. So I would go 600 if I was playing this right now. Be some hands Maybe 500. You have some value that and then I jam river so. basically every time. Oh my God, what just happened? Click the wrong button. Let's see. Let's try it again. Give me a second. Give me a second. Click the wrong button. Free meals. <laughs> I mean... The 2024 Pokego Cup, all. A little bit of a float here. Got, you know, hard. It's also going to be a lot of check from with it. 
thousand half pot on the turn. It goes seven hundred. So yeah, I think I think this is fine. I might I might go a little bit smaller if I was playing this right Unless now. Zaki. The thing is, like, if you have a flush, you don't really care what odds you give him. If you have top pair, you're pretty good, right? And when you have your draws that are not great, you really, really, really want to be able to bet and then fold to a shove. Um, that said, this might be a hand just to check. If he's going to check shove me like ever, then I definitely don't want to bet this hand because it has good equity. You got to be careful betting draws that have good equity at roughly the stack depth because betting a good draw that you have to fold to a jam if you get jammed a lot is really, really bad. Anyway, he folded. By the way, final hand I screwed up. Gets to take home. We are playing 25 big blinds deep. Let's look at 27. Take a look at how I messed this one up. Raise first in. No all ends. 27 big blinds deep. We're 25, so it's going to be something like this. Notice twos, threes, ace, seven offsuit, ace, six offsuit are sneaking in there. 20 big blinds deep. Ace, four, ace, three, ace, two, four, threes, twos, ace, six offsuit. No ace, x suited. I ripped it in here, and that's a mistake. Why did I rip it in? I actually thought he was shorter than he was. I thought he had 20 big blinds. I thought I was playing roughly this chart. And I guess in my brain, I knew the low ASX shoved, and I guess I forgot it was the ASX offsuit, not the suited. Bad play by me. Three trophies. Because a shove from just. I ripped it in. Justin Zadin. Okay. He called it off. Scratch that. Back to the. I ripped it in. He called it off. What should he do versus all in? Let's just take a look. Big blind versus all in. King seven suited. Mixes. You believe 27 big blind or 20 big blinds deep if you get jammed on king seven suited is close to a call 27 big blinds deep is going to be a fold um again we're 25 here so look i think his call is a little bit loose funny enough i think fox and called a little bit loose and i think he called a little bit loose either that means they think that i'm ripping it in too much or that means that they think they have no edge either way i don't care fine and good um his problem is that if i'm shoving with like the wrong wrong part uh, wrong proportion of hands Say I am uh, shoving like this. Notice the all ends are supposed to be low ASX offsuit and small pairs. I'm actually shoving more ASX suiteds and slightly bigger ASX offsuits, which I probably would have done. If you gave me like A7 offsuit, I would have shoved. If you gave me like King Queen, or King Jack offsuit, King Queen offsuit, Queen Jack offsuit, I probably would have shoved. So if you give me these and I'm shoving, that makes this call way worse because if you consider the hands that would additionally jam, it would have been hands that dominate king seven suited so if anything this is probably not a great call he called it off though stats king seven of heart you run dominant out an eight watch what he's about to do it's funny seven for zaki though a heart on the turn would make this a fun sweat five outs for justin zaki to take the lead i didn't know how to react is the jack of clubs zaki now five outs he gets up and says good game bro come on buddy he gets up and says good game bro Live pro trick. And I just start laughing. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> Zaki now. Oh, it's so funny. Five outs. <laughs> oh, look at this. The pre-river handshake type of thing, you know? That's like, fantastic. Unbelievable. River card. Oh, my God. It did not matter. Jonathan Little is the champion. Winner of not only event eight, the 25K, but also the overall 2024 Poker Go Cup. Justin Zaki walks off screen, takes home $288,000. Tremendous Yay. stuff. Yay. That's fun.
Trying to enact the reverse ink. Yeah, that's a magic trick. Yeah, look, I'll embrace it. Um, I know this guy, Zen of Lynn, Lynn Ashby on Twitter said that uh, the only time he tells people good luck at the table is followed by, you're going to need it. <laughs> good luck. You're going to need it. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a strong one. Get up. Good game, bro. Shake the guy's hand before the river. Strong. All right, that's it. That's it for today. Hope you enjoyed today's video. I enjoy going through hands like this for all of you. It's fun. I am sure I'm going to do this thoroughly on PokerCoaching.com for everyone. We'll go through lots of the hands at some point. There's me. I won the tournament. Um, we won the PokerGo Cup. They give $25,000 bonus if you win the cup. That's good. I'll, I'm sure I'll light that right on fire next time I go to Vegas. Yeah, fine and good. People want to know where they can buy some of my action. You can go to pokerstake.com. Nothing's for sale at the moment, but I'll be going in March to play some win tournaments. They have some 10Ks and some, some other stuff. And then in April, they have the U.S. Poker Open. I feel like I've been doing pretty good this year in poker. I started studying a lot more, like a lot, lot more over the last year or so. And I'm not going to say it's paying off because, I, look, I'm running hot, right? Obviously, I have to run hot to win all the tournaments. But I feel like I'm not making any sort of like egregious blunders. I'm like getting in there. I'm battling a little bit, right? I think some of the things I'm naturally doing are exploiting the opponents decently well. And I'm happy with that. But yeah, so far this year, we won the Stormex Invitational. Actually, that was at the end of last year. We got that big trophy up there. I took a seventh earlier this year in a, in a 10K. Then we had a seventh, a ninth, a first, and a first. So um, that's good. No complaints. And I bubbled one that I probably should not have bubbled. So that's good too. All in all, feel good about things. Again, probably running hot. You're, you're going to run hot sometimes. Don't feel bad when you're running hot. Don't feel like you don't deserve it or anything like that. The idea of deserving things mm -hmm. is ridiculous in poker. You get what you get. Show up, put in volume, play well, and good things will come. And even if you do show up and play well, sometimes you lose. Part of the game. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Have fun. If you enjoyed today's show, again, click the like and subscribe button down there. Click the notification bell. That's it for today. I have to get to work and make some YouTube videos and some content for PokerCoaching.com. Enjoy yourselves. Make the most of your week. Thanks again for being here. I appreciate all of you. I'll talk to all of you next time.